You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to episode 145 of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. It has been days without sports. We've been scavenging the earth for sports, trying to find something to do, something to watch. And I know that we're not alone. I know that you guys out there are, uh, are, are having just as tough of a time as we are. Um, this show is brought to you by Roto Ballers NASCAR Premium Content. Use promo code GARAGE. To subscribe, maybe we should make a, a Corona. Maybe we should make a coronavirus special where you get like forty-five percent off. Yeah, we got to make up for the lost week somehow. So yeah, we literally made a video for Roto Baller, and it's just on my phone. And I think we should have released it. We should have released it. You think so? Yeah. I don't we should have. We didn't. We got to get. We got to get paid somehow. You're right. Shit. Everybody's about to like be quarantined at their houses. Like shit's getting real guys. Like, I don't know. Like I've had, I've had a pretty, pretty eye opening weekend. I'll put it that way. I don't know about yourself. I know we've talked briefly over the weekend. We had, you know, kind of our own little things going. Um, but I know for me, like I'm at a point right now where I, I was literally last night sitting on my computer and uh, and I found myself looking at the live sports betting site, and I'm putting money on Mexican basketball right now. <laughs> and I'm down. I downloaded a rugby app so that I could watch women's rugby. And so that's a sign of the times, right there. That like sum- summarizes everything for people that love sports and love sports gambling. When you're yeah. doing, when you're stooping, you're stooping to that level of gambling, but. Man, it's been pretty surreal for me. I, I've my reflection so far the past forty eight hours has been I'm a very simple average American because I go to the gym, I like watching sports, I go to work, like I'm pretty simple and this whole time without sports is showing me how simple I am. <laughs> You're simple, man. I mean you, you made Leonard Skinner proud. I know. It's just like, I mean, I'm sure you're similar, right? It makes you realize how um, literally watching sports is such a big part of your life, literally, that it's already having an impact. And how long has it been? Three days, four days? Yeah. Like for me, I'm, you know, this has been, this really has, I mean, dude, for the past two years since, since Garage Guys started, like, you know, this has been everything. So sports has been everything. And you know, this past weekend, I'm finding myself, obviously, there's other avenues and there's other things I can explore because, I mean, I genuinely just love, you know, I love entertainment and different things like that. But, you know, I tried to watch TV and just normal TV like most average Americans watch and I couldn't do it. I was like, this is boring. Mm-hmm. Like, I need something happening now. Give me something that's going on right now. I tried to watch reruns of like some of my old favorite shows, but I've watched them so many times that I'm just like, I'm done. Like I can't focus right now. Cause like, I'm so used to like when I'm watching those shows, I'm so used to being on my phone and checking scores of other shit. Right. 
so yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like I have realized that like, you know, I'm definitely a little more simple. Um, I did, I did download some, uh, some video games on my computer. I downloaded Sonic racing on Apple arcade. So I played that for like a solid, like 45 minutes. I, I'm, I'm really good with, uh, with knuckles. Knuckles is my guy. <laughs> So I'm finding out a lot about myself right now, though. Yeah, I'm going to get back into the gaming world. I think I'm going to play Modern Warfare. That's what I'm going to do a little bit of. Uh, man, but what it really hit me after the MMA slate, that's when it really sunk in for me because that was like the last big sporting event for a while, that whole slate of fights. But they're still uh, Dana White's still holding out, right? I mean, he's still saying we're going to fight next weekend, too. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely do. This was the first time. So let me walk you through my experience with UFC. So, um, obviously, for one, thanks for fucking dropping the ball on me uh, with my lineups. Great job. I wasted a whole three dollars, and it's all your fault. Um, I uh, literally, you're <laughs> supposed to laugh. It was delayed, but good job. Well, I'm trying. I was trying to remember like what you were. T- I couldn't even remember what you were talking about. But then I remembered that you were relying on me for lineups when I didn't even know it. So my bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like sometimes I just text you, but like I forget that like you go in the zone. But like, what are you gonna do now? Like you can't go to the gym anymore to like do your normal pump up for lineup building. Like, are you got you got like the perfect push up at home? You got a shake weight. Like, how are you? How are you doing your ritual now? Well, there's no NASCAR, so. No DFS, yeah. no gym means so DFS UFC though UFC DFS. It's How never been a, the rituals never been a, a part of any other sport but NASCAR. Okay, so it's so only the, the ritual is on hard is on hold with NASCAR. I liked it. I liked it better right when now. you said the ritual was on hard for NASCAR. On hard. Only get hard for your ritual only gets hard over NASCAR. Coronavirus has affected my speech. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Are you infected? <laughs> Maybe so, I am. Oh shit! So I, uh, I literally like, yeah, I'm gonna have to start diving into this whole UFC shit. But like, dude, I watch like two fights and I'm, I can't get into it. I, I can't. I can't get into it. I don't know. Like, I never it's, was. Watching. I don't think you watch the right, the right fights. And I can't speak again. But you need to watch the main card, not the pre- the prelims. You probably watch the prelims, right? I watched like the first three prelims, and I was like, uh. and there's like nobody there, so it's so the weird. energy was so low. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, they're like in the left corner is high, <laughs> and all you hear is like some. Yeah, right. And he's just like looking all mean, like he's got a whole fucking flock of a country behind him. It's like, how does this work? And it looked so fake. And I was just like, man, this is so just like pressured. Like, I don't even know what to do with this. But like, dude, I had the ring girl was there though. Shout out to the ring girl. Yeah, shout out to the ring girl. Straight up, we're gonna have to we have to find her. I want to like find some of these UFC fighters now and, and like get them on the show. Like, what is it like? when you're fighting how does it affect your mood like i just want to know like what does that do like for me because like i'm the i'm the type of person like i i can do a lot of stuff like you know on my own and like not really need other people but like if i feel like if i was in that situation i would need like the crowd to thrive off of and like get my energy from so like that's that's a that's a tough tough task I definitely think it changes the game, right? I mean, it changes the whole um, strategy when you don't have that energy. But yeah. I guess when somebody's trying to kill you across the ring, then you, you can uh, adjust accordingly. So Right. I need to see Conor McGregor fight without anybody in the crowd. I want to know how he fights without other people around. Because I feel like that would affect him. Because he's definitely a crowd uh, feeder. Yeah, for sure. 
but it's, uh, uh, no, it's it's. I'll take what I can get, but you're right. It's not the same as having other sports, but it's at least something for us to, to watch. And I think me and you are going to be getting into Westworld and going to be getting into uh, video games and and then iRacing. So I think we have a lot of things to to talk about to take advantage of. But overall, we're it's a sad time for the U.S. of A. and for the world. Yeah, just just going off that before we get into so there was a race today that did happen. Um, the the replacements one hundred. It was on Podium Esports' this Twitch channel. Um, I got to check that out and watch that. I thought it was an amazing thing. We've got some more um, racing events on iRacing coming up in the next week. So all you NASCAR fans out there, unfortunately, you know we can't play fantasy sports. You know we can't play DFS and do things like that. But it's got me wondering. Should we start an underground bookie network from Garage Guys and take money on these races? Should we? It's not, it's not the worst idea we've had, um, but we've had a lot of bad ones. So, <laughs> Right. So um, you guys are listening to this. Let us know what you think um, and uh, email us our, uh, our call the hotline and let us know your thoughts, 929-430-GGFS. Uh, let us know what you're thinking and if you want to put some money down on these events. And uh, me and Drew might have to go put on our uh, our green visors and uh, get in front of the calculators and start uh, start itching it out, old paper style. Who knows? Itching but, um, it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna start just, just doing it to it. It's oh, gonna man. be crazy. I did so, watch the race. Did you watch it? I did. I did watch the race. I watched the whole race. Um, I literally went from sitting at a at a restaurant today. Yes, I went out. Um, I did go out today. And social distance. Yeah. Well, I did. I sat in the very back corner and I made sure that I did not use my hands for anything, but the, uh, but for the food. So like I literally have been putting my hands in my shirt and opening doors that way and having no shame. I literally exposed half of my body to like an elderly woman yesterday opening a door and I had no shame. Because I was like, you got to be safe in these times. I ain't touching door handles. I ain't, I ain't touching none of that shit. I ain't touching nothing. Like, my hands are away from anything other people touch. You catch me at the gas pump, I got latex gloves. Big bet. I'm not playing around. <laughs> yeah, so. no, it's, it's, um, I can say that me and you have completely um, shifted gears in the past week since the last episode yes very big very much like dude i mean even yeah just the last episode we had one with bob like i was still a little more just like joking about it and now in the span of two days <laughs> i'm like oh shit okay this is real this is really happening at an alarming rate so it's like i'm just kind of gearing up and getting ready for this esports takeover because it's coming and, you know, we've got to – I'm going to be here to ride the wave. I'll put it to you that way. I know you will too. And we're going to find a way to try to make things semi-normal during this time. And I want to do anything I can to be a part of that movement because it's so important. And for the people that are like us that love sports, we need something, you know. But, um, but this race happened, and, yes, we had Westworld, which was amazing. We're going to probably be getting a little more deeper in a garage talk for the, the next couple episodes to come. And, um, but just a lot of the changes in the sports world today, you know, we learned, uh, Woj dropped a tweet out today that's saying that, you know, we're looking at possibly eight weeks. We're looking at possibly a mid to late June return for the NBA. Um, and they're still not going to have fans in attendance when that happens. And that's, that's just as of today. 
Um, you know, NASCAR is, you know, if we follow the, the, the suggested eight week rule that Talladega is out the window, there's so many big races coming up. Are, are we possibly going to be looking at some double headers um, coming up in later in the season? And, and will there be able to, will they be able to have fans at those events? And if there's not, then we might as well go ahead and suspend it indefinitely. Yeah. You know, NASCAR. It's, it's awful, man. Yeah, NASCAR's got to really take this whole esports thing seriously at this point. Like, the best option may be to have these races hosted on iRacing. It's going to be different, but things transition. It's, it's, this is a very pivotal moment in the sports world. Um, it's not happening. I don't see that happening. You know, it, it just depends on how long this thing really goes. Um, the NFL seems unbothered, though. Um, we, we did. They're just kind of like, fuck it. You know, hey, our season's not for a long time, so whatever. We'll see what happens. Um, the whole draft, obviously, is going to be, you know, closed off from the public. Um, but we did get some crazy news today from them. So we, I saw some, some stuff that came out a while back, and I didn't know if it was, like, from a trusted source or not. But it was basically talking about, um, you know, how they were going to make – it okay for you to smoke marijuana they weren't going to test for that anymore and we saw a confirmed uh story from bleacher report today basically that i saw it that came out where um they were saying that it it's true they're they're, they're not going to worry about that anymore which is pretty amazing for people like josh gordon um david irving uh, those are just two guys off the top of my head that you know hey go get back in the league go play um so I think that's an awesome thing um, as somebody, I'm an advocate for, for pot myself. So um, as long as you're using it as a medicine and, and, and you're using it just to kind of, you know, help with things and you're taking pills out of the equation, I'm all for it. Um, but yeah. yeah, man, how are you feeling about it? Yeah. I know that a lot of players were upset with the overall. I mean, I'm in support of the, the marijuana thing. I think at this day and age, it shouldn't be necessarily something that the league is monitoring. I don't think the league needs to stay out of that. Um, but overall, the CBA was very controversial. It was like 51% voted yes and 49% voted no. And um, so it was controversial, but at least now we have that um, CBA, CBA complete so we can start looking to free agency. So that's the first domino that needed to fall. And we saw Ryan Tannehill signed, and we'll see yeah, Tom Brady. Tannehill 3.0. Yeah. Yeah, Tannehill's back, and we got other – all the dominoes will fall now. We'll see Dak and Brady and all these guys get signed. And so the CBA was what was holding that up. So. Nice. So, yeah, so at least we'll have some cool news like that for the football world. Like, we'll kind of know where things are headed and where things are going. Um, I know you're excited because now you know that the, that Tommy Boy ain't coming to Tennessee. But, I mean, honestly, if he would have came to the Titans, how happy would you have been being in Nashville? Yeah, it would have been bittersweet because, I mean, I wanted to be with the Patriots, but it would be awesome to have him here for a whole season and see him try to repeat the success from last year. I mean, the Titans were a good team last year. so Yeah. Would you become nothing. a Titans fan if that were to happen? I mean, I'm, a low, now, I'm, but... I'm a low-key Titans fan. I just don't root for anybody but the Patriots. But, I mean, if, if, I, if I'm watching a game on TV and the Titans are on, I'm pulling for them. Unless it's I'm, the I'm a high-key Titans fan. Yeah, you took all the thunder away. So any chance I had at being a Titans fan was gone with how much you've jumped on it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, yeah, I come to Nashville for like the first time, never been there, and I'm like, yeah, John and I'm wearing Ooh. Saints gear. John Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to do it again, man. It's going to be fun. And then the cap space went up to about $198 million. Big dollars. Big dollars. Money. Tannehill had to have something. 
That's right. right. Yeah, and for uh, perspective, it was 188 roughly last year. So it's an extra $10 million for teams to spend. Maybe the Saints will spend some of that moolah too. I'm sure every fan um, probably doesn't really keep up with salary cap, but your team will be impacted by that salary increase. That's a big time. Kind of like everyone's being impacted with the coronavirus. So it's like the coronavirus of uh, salary. Are we are we allowed to joke about the coronavirus? Because I feel like we that really wasn't even a joke. That was a factual statement. Because like everybody's being infected by it, so everybody will be affected by the the salary cap space. That was just a factual statement. What about people that are already under their current contract? They would not be impacted, right? Uh, that's kind of like the people <laughs> that are quarantining themselves and doing the right thing by, okay. by not going out and being an asshole like myself, going to eat fucking Raisin Cane's today. I like how you turned this around. That was beautiful. Well yeah, done. Exactly. Well that's done. how you do it. That was just a factual that, – that's just kind of a comparison to let people understand that, like, you know, like starting, it's like starting today, like I've got to beat some sense into some people's heads going into this week now that this thing is real, and uh, hopefully I can do that and I'll be working from home for the next couple of weeks like you like your boss he's a I smart know. guy right but, I'm, <laughs> so, but you're already saying i'm forgetting how to speak already so. that's not good yeah it's <laughs> not good we maybe you should just we, we should like at least have a mandatory 20 to 30 minute conversation every day so that i can like help you like i'll call you we'll watch the old hooked on phonics commercials together and then we'll do our abcs might need it i'm All worried right. about these meetings uh these zoom meetings i have tomorrow for work Based on today's podcast performance, I think I've mispronounced seven words, so let's just keep rolling. Oh, yeah, you do got the, the Zoom meetings. What was it, hard? What did I say earlier, hard? My hard on for something? Yeah, you had a – you had a. Um, damn, I've already forgot, dude. Maybe my memory's going bad. Your speech is going bad, my memory's going bad. This is not good. This is, um, you had you had a – oh, yeah, you had a hard on for your ritual for NASCAR. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what That is was. true. That is a valid statement. Yeah, it is. See, like, we're, we're, we got a lot of facts on this episode. This is an episode of facts. That's what's happening tonight. This episode 145, the factual episode. So, yeah, and, and you know what? Another good way to make sure you're speaking good is if you're, you're hydrated. And you know what the best way to be hydrated is? Drip the drop. That's right, the drip drop. Because drip drop ORS was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. And dehydration <laughs> has a profound effect on your health, mood, and performance. See, those are some things that performance is a big one right now of, of speaking in words. Um, and this stuff's used by the top hospitals across the country. And it's safe enough for everyday use and powerful enough to help battle dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. It's used by athletes, firefighters, and military members, and by the garage guys, by NASCAR fans it should really be used by everyone right now that's sick because it's sick season so i want to help you so before our postal system completely shuts down go to dripdrop.com and use promo code garageguys20 and stock up on drip drop so that when you're quarantined for the next month and a half to two months you'll just have a surplus of it and i'm gonna help make sure that you save 20 percent. me and drew are like dehydration warriors right now we want to make sure you're hydrated through these times so dripdrop.com, promo code garageguys20, save 20% on your order. Do it today. That was Man, a great transition. I got to add on to that because I don't know many people that have a sponsor and use it the way I did. And I went at Lawrence School District. I went I at my wife's school that. district. And I was like, they better have plenty of drip drop because, yeah. they, you know, I couldn't believe they were open, first of all. So I tried to pull a way that drip drop is actually – hydrating people at the school district so that's I'm right. always looking for ways 
Yeah, for, the, for those of you that might not know that, uh, for one, you should be following Drew on Twitter, at Chef Boyardine with an I. Um, and then you also have to know that, like, yeah, with his – like, you're, they didn't cancel her school until, like, last. His wife's a teacher. She's an educator of young children. And they didn't cancel her school. Like, she was the last school that was canceled, correct? Yeah, and you would think that'd be one of the first places to close being around kids and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Deal. I couldn't believe it. There's a lot of stuff in Nashville already starting to send people home and uh, businesses and and almost every school district around us was going was pretty much out since Tuesday or Wednesday and she was still working through Friday. I was I was a little upset with that. She's not making a good enough money to be <laughs> to be showing up to work like that. So Right. Well, this is what should happen when she goes back. She should make a push for drip drop to be in every water go. fountain at that school. For one, and you tell the school board that they can use promo code Garage Guys Twenty to order it. You're right. So that needs to happen. For two, Nashville is a little frowned upon right now, as well as New Orleans. We're living in two shitty places because there's everyone's out partying in Nashville. There's a tweet that came out about it, and everybody's out partying on Bourbon Street. And the case numbers of Corona are rising in Louisiana, and it's not long off before Nashville. But they they did a great job today. They shut down Broadway. I'm proud of Nashville for that. So we need to do the same fucking thing in New Orleans, man. It's getting rough. Times are getting crazy. Uh, the cases, I think, now in Nashville. So I think Tennessee last time I saw was 39. And out of that 39, 31 were in Nashville or Nashville surrounding areas. So out of the whole state, most of it's coming from Nashville. And I think, New, I mean, I would assume New Orleans is similar. Yeah, the tourist for, places, man. Dude, we're yeah. already at over 130-something cases and rising. And, and yesterday, no, uh, yeah, really? yes, yesterday we were at 32. Yeah. See, that's the thing. People are so that looking at the numbers of like the deaths and stuff, it's not bad. But when you look at how it grows day by day, that's the scary part because considering how few people have actually been tested. So that's the part that I don't like. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, it it sucks, but people are going to have to get out and get tested. Um, and that's just the end of that discussion. And stay home too. Yeah. And stay the fuck home. It's that simple. Another thing that is growing, though, that I will say is the eyes on Twitch. Getting into the eSports situation and running back to this race that we watched today, the Replacements 100 from Podium eSports. Kevin Hamlin and there was a couple other people together that got with Podium eSports, and they kicked up a uh, a pretty decent race today, dude. Like, I was – I tuned in to Twitch. I'm watching it, and – you know, it, I can't. I can't complain. I mean, it, it's definitely not NASCAR racing. Put it that way. Um, it didn't really scratch the itch that we all have. And plus, you know, being able to play fantasy is another big deal. But um, it's cool to see this thing get pulled together. And uh, and and we're going to be having some more events like this coming up. I know that they'll. Uh, they got the E NASCAR series that is uh, out and about that they, they race on Tuesdays and Fridays, I believe, maybe just Tuesdays, but we should have a race on Tuesday. And that's something that started last season, moving into this season. Um, and then Thursday, Ryan Vargas is putting on a race. Uh, it's going to be like a truck series race on iRacing. Um, and we may have a paint scheme on a truck in that race. So stay tuned. We'll have some more information out on that. Uh, we've been talking about a, talking to a couple of people, talking to a driver, and uh, pretty excited. Are you pumped to see our paint scheme be ran and something that's going to probably have a shitload of viewers? Are we confirmed doing this, or is there a certain, certain reason you're holding back information? I don't want to say too much. Well, I want to wait 
until the scheme is done first, and then we're going to run a promo uh. because Ryan still has not released all the details of the race. But I've already went ahead and got it out in front of the ball and made sure that, uh, that we had everything lined up for when the details are dropped. So it's kind of on him. Uh, he should probably drop those deets. And uh, when those deets are dropped, then we'll release. So, okay. But we're not – are we still using what we put on Twitter, though, the scheme we have already? So it's going to be that scheme, but it will be converted for truck form. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And uh, there will be a number change, putting that out there, too. So okay. There's that. We'll be announced so, on Twitter, though. Yes, bit. we'll be announced, and then we'll be talking about it on uh, the next episode, uh, episode 146. But um, but yeah. What the, about the uh, drip drop? When's that being announced? The drip drop winner. Yeah. We, I mean, dude, you know what? We might as well go ahead and announce it now because I'm a little disappointed with some of our followers. We've had three people follow the instructions, so one of those three people will win the package. Yeah. We had plenty of likes and retweets, just not enough people following the instructions. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, just read, man. Just read, guys. It's not hard. And I'm, I even made it simpler. The last one we did, I was like, send a screenshot that you're subscribed. Nobody wants to do that. I just said, tag a friend. Tag a friend. We had like, actually, you know what? We have four people tag friends. So there will be a drawing. How many likes and retweets were there out of the, on that post? Uh, it was well in the 30s and 40s. I'm pretty sure. But only four people commented? And four people commented, yeah. So, mm. obviously, obviously, y'all would rather use the promo code. We appreciate that. So, use the promo code, GarageGuys20, and pay for it. And we'll give this, this free package out to uh, one of our four people. So, we're proud of you four that listen. And uh, we know that those are the trues. So, we're going to hold those trues near and dear. It's announced um, the next episode. Uh, yeah, why not? At this, at this rate, why not? Episode 146, the announcement of who wins. So that'll give people a little bit of extra time uh, to get their shit together. So if you're one of those people that have retweeted and liked, be sure to comment and tag friends. You're going to need that. It's a very important part. Okay, but off of, uh, off of that high horse. Um, the cool thing about this race that happened with the Replacements 100, um, Dale Jr. raced in it, which was amazing. So it was cool to see him back. And he even said if NASCAR found a way for them to be able to do this full time, he would unretire. His wife did not like that. And his daughter requested to watch Peppa Pig a record setting uh, nine times while he was iRacing today. So just some updates wow. from the, from the Earnhardt house hold um, Alex Future Bowman. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Bowman raced William Byron, Bubba Wallace, Justin Allgaier. Um, we have Ben Rose, Harrison Burton, Justin Haley, just some of the bigger names amongst them. And then uh, Tim Duggar, um, of course, Kevin Hamlin. And uh, we had uh, Kyle Long, a uh, retired NFL player for the Bears. Kyle Long was racing today. So just a couple of, uh, couple of names there, some really big guys. And it was an interesting race. Overall, Josh Williams, uh, he works with Ryan Blaney. He took the victory home for, uh, in the, in, literally in Ryan's car, uh, the virtual yeah. Ryan car. He snuck it out against uh, Willie B, right? Who Willie yeah. B, uh, he's a beast. Yeah, Willie B got his start on this platform. So um, he was able to push it to the limit. And I saw some of their sim setups, dude. It was insane. Uh, Dude, Justin, uh, Josh Williams' uh, setup that he has is incredible. So I, I envy it because, like, if I really was going to get into that full time, I would most definitely want to have a setup like his. 
the one thing that I did find that is going to be an issue with these types of races, like, you know, when you're looking at it long-term, like, yeah, it's fun and it's something cool to watch right now. It definitely will progress as we move forward into the future. And it definitely will keep progressing where we're at right now uh, with everything going on. But um, Parker Klegerman was racing in, in this one and he was running second. And then all of a sudden his car just, just took off up towards the wall because his steering wheel, he had like an issue with his wheel. So if something gets unplugged in one of these races or if your internet lags or something, you're fucked. So that's kind of like one of the big concerns about iRacing for me. So definitely need to see about different ways to take uh, precautions. And with the internet lagging, you just have to have everything hardwired and you got to be in an area that has great fast internet. Um, so those are just some things to watch out for. And those are some things that, you know, normal NASCAR racing aren't affected by. Um, yeah. One thing I thought was interesting too is, I mean, if we're talking about long-term stuff right now, um, some of the guys, I had it on the background most of the day, a lot of things, a lot of comments were made about how much luck is involved. And I, I don't know what necessarily can be done for that, but I, I got a big sense of, Hey, there's a lot of things these guys can't control. And maybe it's the stuff like, controllers unplugging and internet and wrecks. I don't know. It just seemed like I, I heard that from the announcer and then they even did some little post race interviews that I was listening to. So just something I noticed. And I guess there's a big luck factor in real races too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these the different things happen. There's definitely things you can compare and, and uh, you know, and, and say that are similar, but in this situation, I think that the one thing that we're going to have to worry about is lagging and, and, you know, little equipment things and you have equipment malfunctions in real NASCAR races. So, you know, to each their own when it comes to these types of things, but it's going to be fun. I mean, it's really the only kind of racing we're going to get for the next few weeks. So I'm definitely trying to dive a little bit deeper into it, understand it. And of course I'll be playing heat four on Xbox a lot more. Um, I, I do a lot of dirt racing. I love the dirt racing on that game. And, um, and you're definitely going to have to, I'm, I'll make you a deal. I'll go get Myron warfare. If you go get heat four so that we can, we can go back and forth playing these games. Um, maybe you, you just do not want to do anything with the racing game. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I just didn't enjoy it when I played it heat four. When did you, when did you play this game with you in that, in Nashville? We never played it. <laughs> we hundred percent played it. We never got around to it. I played it for sure. I had it on my Xbox. Yeah, I, you played it. You you played it for like a solid few minutes. I yeah, I for sure played it because I just uninstalled it on my Xbox. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Well, yeah, It's there, there's a lot of different modes to it. I like the dirt. Dirt's my favorite. But, um, yeah, we're going to see a lot more stuff coming with this. But that was just a couple of things I took away from it. And, again, just uh, be on high alert for everything that's happening with this uh, with this sport. And um, going to keep watching as esports keep evolving. This is a prime time for it. So, going to be fun. All right. But uh, cutting off the of sports, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about Westworld. We, uh, we, we finished the first episode of Season 3. Super excited Westworld's back, um, and if you have an HBO subscription, you can watch uh, Westworld with us and talk with us and chat with us. A um, couple of things right off the jump that I saw. I won't go too deep into it because a lot of you might be listening to this, might not have seen it, and you need to go watch it, but just know and heed this information. Well, starting, 
yeah, starting next next Monday when we come on here for episode 147, we're going to be talking about it in depth. So we're going to give we you talk about it in depth right now. You don't think we should give him? We should we shouldn't give him a warning. Spoiler alert! Starting right now. Okay, so if if you don't want to hear it, turn us off right now. Great show. We love you. Good night. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right, Westworld. I'm sitting down. Get it on, dude. I'm getting my my dicks at half mass when I see Dolores <laughs> come out with uh with the crew. I'm like, ooh, here we go. So it was. It's always. I love the fact that we have the recaps in the beginning of the yep. show. You need those. Those are super important. I kind of got myself caught up a little bit more to speed. For those of you that have watched Westworld a lot, you know the show jumps back and forth, kind of like our this episode has tonight. Um, this that's why this is the Westworld episodes. We see we've went all over the place. Um, it was a trick for you to this very moment. But there's a lot going on coming off of the last episode and now getting to where we are now. It starts out, we're at this guy's house. Um, not really sure how we got here, what's happening. And then Dolores hops out the pool. <laughs> she's not naked. I was a little upset. And um, I was like, damn, because Evan Rachel Wood, I don't know. She's a, I know she's a lesbian, but she's a good looking one. Um, she like plays the whole robot vibe perfectly too she does i think like in real life i would probably think she was a host yeah for sure for sure so i guess props to her acting yeah so just like i don't even want to get to it it would literally if i had to recap to catch everybody up it would take how long would that take us probably like a solid like 10 20 minutes yeah i think we should just leave it as yeah last as end of season two, we saw Dolores make it to make it to the real world through the body of of Hale. Right, that's a good way right. to, to transition to season three. So now she's back to her normal Dolores self, um, and she's got vengeance on her mind. Um, she's going out there to get her revenge on the humans and the people that created the hosts and the world. Um, so we. All of a sudden, okay, the first thing, which she puts the glasses on this guy. Obviously, this dude beat his first wife, um, killed her. I don't know. And then we see her, Dolores, put these glasses on this guy. He starts seeing her again and freaking out. It was the ultimate trick play because, like, I thought he was really about to club her. And I was yep. like, oh, shit. And then all of a sudden, it's like, bam, he hits the fucking pool, and she's behind him just like, what's up, bitch? I'm AI. <laughs> and so I love that. And – you know, when that, when all this started happening, you start really after that one scene, I knew like, okay, like there, there's no stopping this bitch at this point. Like it's, it's, it's golden. They, yeah. no, nothing that happens anymore. Dolores will make me think that she's in any danger whatsoever. Yeah. It was a good start to the episode for sure. And um, I didn't have a clue who this dude was, but it made sense pretty quick when she brought up that he had been to Westworld. Right. They, they yeah. tied that in. So she's going after all the dudes that grudge fucked her in yes. the sim in the simulation that's what's happening she's going after all the people that ever hurt her because she's pissed off that that she was pinocchio for so long and now the strings are cut so when we keep going forward into the episode you know we start you know we we get introduced to uh to to old good old uh jesse pinkman from breaking bad but he's put on some weight and um i i don't have his character name in front of me right now um, 
but he's this guy, he's, you know, definitely lower middle class, maybe not even middle class, maybe, you know, just lower class, uh, works for a factory. He does a lot of pickup jobs, like for the Uber of like robberies and right. shady business, which is a pretty cool app. Um, you know, you, just, you need like 1500 bucks, come smuggle some drugs and, and it's all done over a fucking server and then you're done. Thank you. Yeah, the recap at the end said it uh, was all done through cryptocurrency. So it's all like Bitcoin, stuff like that. And basically, yeah. you just do jobs can't be, can't be traced. His name's yeah. Caleb, by the way, just to throw that out there. Okay. It took me a while to get there. So we got Cable. Uh, cable. There we go. Cable. Call cable? <laughs> cable, yeah. That sounds we'll like a feature him, name. He, he really is Jesse Pinkman for life, though. Yeah, he's Jesse Pinkman, bro. There, there's, no, there's no way that you can do that. Once you play that character, it's over. That's right. Um, so... Yeah, I see Kid Cuddy, and you find out at the end of the episode, obviously, that this is one of his old friends that died. They're using this type of service where you can hear people that are dead. And that's when the comparison hit me that, that this whole episode was a lot like Black Mirror. And we discussed this pre-pod. Um, I think that was the best assumption we could make about this whole episode and maybe what this season's going to be like moving forward. Yeah, it's going to have some of the same elements in terms of the timelines and not really knowing the exact order of the scenes. But there's a different like Black Mirror vibe to it that me and you like so far, which just it's just a little bit different. Maybe it's being in the real world. Maybe it's um, seeing the technology that's in the real world versus being in like a Westworld type scene. I know Westworld's going to tie back into it, but right now it has a different vibe to it. And I'm actually more excited than I was during season two. Uh, yeah season season one is where i felt really good and and i feel that way right now yeah and and i'm right there with you dude like season one was amazing all the way through i started kind of getting a little like sleepy on season two towards the end of the season um but it was really good kind of like figuring out the mystery so i want i'm i I have a feeling that i'm going to be able to run through this one pretty well and i'm not going to get sleepy on it uh i like to say third time's a charm and i just love the fact that we are in the real world i've as since i was a child like i've always loved futuristic shit you know like back to the future was one of my favorite movies the second one actually when they were actually in the future like just futuristic stuff has always just intrigued me i've always loved technology like ever as far back as i can remember and so the this type of show is like my jam 100 percent. so you know i'm i'm really intrigued by it and i love it and i know a lot of other people out there that are doing the same and that that are you know i bond with a lot of people over the show so yeah. it's uh it's a cool cool one to talk about but um but the some of the elements that i've seen like basically a, a, a sum of what this whole episode was is just the beginning of dolores's revolution and her vengeance. And there really wasn't, isn't much more to talk about other than, you know, some of the things that we saw, you know, like Francis kid Cuddy saw him. And then we see Marshawn Lynch make a cameo role, which really threw me Incredible. the fuck off. Yeah. I, so I thought I, I was like hallucinating or something. Yeah. I didn't know it. I didn't know he was in it. I was talking with Ross Bolin um, and they do the, uh, the freeze all motor functions podcast. So if you're a really big Westworld fan, obviously we'll be talking about it a little bit here on garage talk, but if you want like a whole fucking hour of it, definitely check out uh, him and Jared Barislow's podcast. They do a really great job. I listen to that one as well. Um, but you know, he was saying that like, Oh yeah, he was in the trailers like months ago. I was like, well, good for you fucking keeping your eyes peeled way more than I do. So right. I didn't know he was in the season at all. Yeah. I mean, they, they live, eat and breathe the shit. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe we, I, I told him I was like, we got to step our game up. We got to pay more attention in this Westworld stuff. Yeah. But at the so same Dolores. time, <laughs> did you notice Dolores has like a virtual assistant in her ear? Did you catch that? Sorry to cut you off, but did you did you notice like she was talking to? I mean, she's already set up like a home base that listens to her commands. Yeah, so she has that. I mean, we saw that technology too with uh, Caleb's character. I mean, it's kind of like the AirPods and Siri. A lot of uh, a lot of people have this thing, um, and and especially with with Dolores, I think that that's more of just like understanding her AI, maybe, or understanding like her infrastructure. Like we saw uh, Bernard, he communicates with his own AI. He's out on this secluded land, and he'll like ask his, himself if he's lying to himself. That yeah, that kind of sense. tripped me out. But have they painted him as the guy, as the bad guy that was basically the root cause of the of the massacre at the um, in Westworld? That's what my takeaway was from this episode. Yeah, he. I think that there was he has some kind. He was being controlled at that point or something. He has some kind of bug in him, maybe, or he was being controlled by something, and so that's why he questions himself because like there's something in his firmware that is not right. Like something's off or something. He's got like a, a virus almost. Um, yeah. You know, but did you notice he was wanted? Like he was a fugitive. Like they yeah. were trying to arrest. I feel like Dolores Hale, just painted him as the bad guy or something or hail. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and that's another thing that go, goes into another fucking uh, rabbit hole that we talked <laughs> about where uh, with the timeline. So we've always known that Westworld is a crazy, uh, crazy show with different multiple timelines you know, the first timeline being, you know, with William being him being the, uh, you know, the, the, the cowboy, you know, the older man is the, you know, the yeah, cowboy yeah. dresses in black. And then he was a young guy. So we were discussing this as well. And we want your thoughts on this too, guys call the hotline. We want to talk about Westworld nine, two, nine, four, three, Oh, GGFS. Um, it's, uh, it, it's almost like Hale could be Dolores, whenever she's telling them like Bernard is a fugitive that could have been weeks before. And then she dropped that body. There's five different brains she brought with her. We don't know who could be in that body now, but you have to keep an open mind about these timelines. So you can't, you have to try, like, I don't, I don't like to read too deep into what's happening because then that's what they want you to do. I feel like, and I feel like that's when you really throw yourself for a loop just loosely know that like this is going to be all over the place. Follow the, follow each line the best that you can and try to make it make sense as you go. Yeah. It's like, it's weird. Cause on one hand you're watching from like a loose perspective, but perspective, but from the other side, you're, you, you don't need to miss anything. It's weird. It's kind of yeah. hard to explain. It's, you just don't want to um, set it in a linear place in your head right you want to just leave it as here's a scene and maybe this will go here maybe this will go here and you just got to wait it's not it's not for the simple-minded folk yeah absolutely you it definitely is something and, and re-watch them you have to like i'm when we're, when I, when we're done recording i'm gonna be going to re-watch that episode i haven't really? recorded yes you're yes. pretty diehard i feel like between the i mean between me and you just from this first conversation we could really dive into these episodes um i love this show like i i've never and i've never really had someone to talk about it like this week (laughs) i love it too but i do get confused on the timeline sometimes i will say that i uh i I try to do my best to keep up with it so i'm always happy to help you and the listeners kind of keep up with what's happening um but yeah this is just a uh it's a really good sign that we're headed into a into an amazing season 
you know, where, you know, where everything is about to completely change. I love a good revolutionary tale. So it's going to yep. be like the Patriot with robots and a woman is Mel Gibson. <laughs> so that's what we got for season three coming up. Super exciting stuff. Can't wait to dive more into it. And again, we want to hear your feedback. Tweet at us, you know, to tweet at me, Garage Guy Chase. Tweet at us at DGFS Podcast. Tell them the new handle. Give it to them. Chef Boy Ardeen. Chef Boy Ardeen. And that's at C-H-E-F-B-O-I, the letter R, D-E-E-N. For Because uh, there's another guy with Chef Boy Ardeen spelled correctly, and he actually really? responded to us today. Yeah. Really? He responded to us today. I was driving, and I noticed that I had a tweet from at Chef Boyardeen, not with an I, with an A. I and he was like, this. super excited to know that I have such an esteemed Twitter handle. And it's just a picture of a guy with his ass out. Literally, his Did, face is turned away. This. No, because I tagged him. Um, it's at Chef Boyardeen with an A. And his avi is literally him turned away from the camera and his ass is just out. And he's got an orange shirt on. Looking this up. Yeah, you got to look it up right now while we're, while we're recording live. You have to Chef Boy Ardeen spelled the exact same way? No, Chef Boy, B-O-Y-A-R. B-O-Y-A-R-D-E-E-N. Okay. And it's a picture of him with his ass out. And he's facing away from the camera. You see this? No, I must be typing it in wrong. Or I... C-H-E-F-B-O-Y-A-R-D-E-E-N. And all you listening right now, uh, check I this found out. Him. Yeah, this guy right here. And then he's like, he's a young kid, and he's got a picture of him. It looks like he's maybe going to the prom. Um, yeah. He's got the Adidas flip-flops with shorts on and a uh, nice top. So, uh, okay, I see it. Because it's from your original tweet where you <laughs> – where you uh you, was before you, you changed yeah, yeah okay okay yeah that's funny yeah it was before you changed the game so everything's good now he uh he just kind of got caught up in some miscommunication but um wow. but we're happy that he what responded an interesting picture there yeah i mean some people really push the limits on the stuff they post hey it was i, I enjoyed it i got a kick out of it i thought it was great yeah it's always fun used to love the moon people but um i have one yeah. more westworld question for you okay so give me your take on who is going to be, I mean, I know depending on the sequence of events, the answer could be different, but just go ahead and make your bold take on who will be spending the most time in Hale's body. So we know it's not the actual human being. We know it's being controlled by one of those five. Um, what do we want to call those? The brains or the uh, memory drives. Yeah. So, so what's your take? I'm pretty sure that what we know, Dolores took her father Teddy, um, if and I'm trying to remember some other ones that she took with her. Clementine, yeah, Clementine, possibly. Clementine, possibly. Mave, definitely. That's another thing. We 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 got a couple more things to talk about before we go. I completely forgot the Mave scene. Obviously, I don't um, think she has Mave with her because remember Mave was still laying on the ground um, at the end of season two when those random dudes were charged with going through all the bodies and figuring out who was salvageable. Those two guys that are like the techs. Remember those guys? Shout out to the clock. Shout out to the clock. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. Right those here. Two tech the guys, the human beings that help Maeve though. Yeah. It's, it's possible. I don't know. Maeve, Maeve is in Germany, not Germany, uh, Nazi Germany right now though. We know that much. That was at the end of the show. Yeah. So, and do we think that's just like another version of Westworld, another park? Is that obviously. Right? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. So maybe but we don't she, know when or where. 
Right. We have no idea. So like, again, this could be, this could be in the past. This could be before Dolores brought her to the real world. Um, we, we still got a lot to, to figure out there, but I think that right now, I think Dolores definitely has a good grip on maybe being able to split herself, maybe being able to, to have a little bit of control over uh, what so-and-so is doing. I personally think that that when they were trying to get Bernard, I think that that was her inhale doing that maybe a couple of weeks before where we are now we had the security guard that she killed and his body was already made i'm pretty sure that's teddy there's no confirmation on that yet pretty sure that's going to be teddy um but if i had to guess like we're going yeah dolores dolores has to be hail right now um i don't think dolores would trust anybody else in hail's body at this point yeah, so, unless I, we get one of those weird episodes where we get like the backstory of her training the new Hale, right? Well, that yeah. could happen. Yeah, and that, that that is a possibility as well. She could have just basically taken a loose code of herself, and that's another thing we have to think about. Dolores has you know reached full awareness now. She knows she may be know how to cop make a copy of herself, um, and be able to restrict the AI more instructional, and be able to basically put that inside of Hale. So it's using the same types of actions and understandings that the Dolores that we know that is fully capable of being, um, you know, um, I guess you would say, uh, you know, aware. Um, she's been able to use that with Hale to, to be able to simultaneously be at, you know, different places at one time. So there's all kinds of rabbit holes you can take with this. And, and I like to draw it as many webs as possible to connect the dots. I'm kind of like that episode of Sonny where, you know, we're, we're trying to figure <laughs> out things and Charlie's freaking out. Yeah. So, yeah. I can keep going. I mean, how do we think Aaron Paul's character is going to be used? Is it going to be something that Dolores uses him to her advantage? Or do we think he's actually going to be like a... I, I, think, I think that Aaron just happened to... I think that Caleb stumbled upon Dolores. Uh, he was going to be either right place, right time, or wrong place, wrong time type of situation. You know, she's obviously looking damsel in distress-ish. You know, she's just been shot. She's bleeding. She's walking in the alleyway. Aaron sticks around a little bit later because he's really curious about his, you know, recent drop-off. He's trying to understand what's happening. And we see them meet. And so – this could go a lot of different ways. I definitely think that he's going to fall in love with her. He literally just said that he needs somebody real in his life. When he, when he unsubscribed. Yeah. He unsubscribed that. from Kid Cuddy. <laughs> and um, I don't even want to call it. Francis is his name. But, uh, yeah, Kid Cuddy got unsubscribed. How dare he? Um, and then, so, yeah, so now it's like, you know, the universe answered his question with a snap of a finger. It so might be a repeat of William, right, where William just, like, fell in love with her and, and – just completely it could be like that yeah it's possible and also this is a really deep hole really deep easter egg <laughs> hole i want to lay out here okay because I, I you you got me on one right now like this is yeah. the kind of shit i think about when i'm alone after i watch shows like this isn't it funny though that we started out saying hey we might not just get we might give a broad overview and not go too much into the episode and here oh, we no. are no we're gonna get deep we're gonna get deep now it's <laughs> over the floodgates are open now You've already pushed me to the to the edge, dude. And I'm, I I jumped. So That's a sign of a good uh, a good partner here. Getting oh yeah, I love it. I love this. Do not make you Randy, baby. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Pull out the Shout VHS out power man. shirt. Yes, big time. Okay, um, sorry, I keep going. My uh, th there was a scene that I saw where we saw Dolores um 
with one of the uh, the guys that her dad made the algorithm or his dad made the algorithm. And he, she basically was pretending to be some random girl that was on a date with him. They were out of the country and they had some of the, uh, the really wealthy families that were a part of the whole uh, Delos uh, team. And he was literally sitting there saying, you know, it's crazy. Like the contents of this jar are worth more than my dad's salary in one year. And he's like, it makes me wonder if any of this is real. Is this a simulation and the jokes on us? This literally could, could be a, a whole season of an actual normal world that is for random people if they want to just have a mirror of their world and just be in this world or amongst these robots. We really, this show has really got everybody off their hinges at this point because we really don't know what's real and what's not anymore. So Dolores could be thinking that she's doing all these things and when in reality, the Delos Corporation is still controlling everything. Right, right. So basically, we don't know if that's like a... Um, this whole season could just be, that could be another world. Yeah. That is it, it, very similar to the real one. So it's either a, like a big clue or it's a red herring. It's misleading us, right? It's one of the two. Yeah, I, I'm going to lean more that it's misleading us because I want to believe that this is the actual world and this thing is really happening. And she started talking about the part of the brain that, that has evolved to allow us to believe in a higher power, okay. which I thought was very amazing. And she, they dove into that because, you know, and I learned a little something. I actually Googled it and it is a real thing our brains have evolved to that level and they, they, they think that way about a higher power. And it's funny how, you know, whenever they were designing these robots that they happened to put that into the coding. So they made them as human like as possible. And, and she was saying, even if you are an atheist and you don't believe it's still there and your brain was made to believe it. Mm -hmm. So even when people that are questioning it and you start thinking about in a deeper scale of things outside of the show in the real world, people out here that are atheists and everything, they still have the possibility to believe that there is a God. It's, right. pretty, it's pretty crazy stuff when you think about it, because it definitely lets you know that something's there. And, and in the West world terms, lets them know that their creators created them. And um, I don't know if I, if, if I'm losing anybody here or not, but no, but you're talking about the, just to make sure you're not losing people. We're talking about the whole scene on the roof where um, we had just met her new boyfriend or her fake boyfriend that she's, fooling to get into a position of power right. and she's talking to that friend uh the guy that had that accent and they're talking that's the scene you're talking about correct yes yes okay. that's it she was full full fucking him that's what was yes. happening because the girl was like you're really pretty he doesn't date girls like you right like, where are you from like and it's just very suspicious shit mm -hmm. you know what i mean so and dolores has two goals right like one is vengeance to just kill people that have wronged her and to just kill terrible people but her other goal right now it seems like is she's trying to get herself into some position of um power yes through like through like these companies or through technology so it's like there's one motive i feel like that's very direct and just kill people and there's another one where she's being strategic is that kind of, is that accurate Right. Yes. And, and this is the problem with that. And this is the loop. And I think that this is where all of this is going to end up is that, and, and it, it's so true in the real world and in this t television show, the need for power exists and it's always there. And she, but, but she doesn't even realize that she's making a critical mistake because she's just basically recreating a cycle of what has already happened in life. And so in turn, it kind of makes her like the villain in this situation. Because she's just, she, she, for in her eyes, what she's doing is right and it's justified. 
but it's just going to create a whole new generation of, of people that are going to be pissed off of somebody that's in charge and there's really no real freedom yeah. and this power cycle, this power trip just keeps circling over and over again. And we saw her transition more into that, but it's, it's fueled off of anger and, um, and, and, and the anger is justified, especially in her point of view because of her being put in that situation and not really knowing she's, a, you know, she was a puppet. The overarching question is, right, is, is Ford, is this what Ford intended? Because he knew this was a possibility, right? And, yes. But I don't know if he ever thought that she would go this, because there were some scenes with Bernard or Arnold where she was, he was talking to Dolores, and there's like several scenes where they hint to, um, like, they're not sure where Dolores' path could go, and it's kind of scary. They kind of reference that. Are you we know, seeing that play out? I think that I think at this point it's just kind of like it's unmapped. The maze is over. Um, you know, mm-hmm. she's figured out the maze and it takes me back to season one. My favorite scene from the entire show um is when Ford has Dolores in his office and he's uh I think that it's one of those situations where she doesn't remember. It was like a flashback, but basically talk is either is either her or bernard i can't remember but he's staring at the painting uh michelangelo the michelangelo painting where it's got the man touching god with the fingers and it just it, it for some reason i'll still catch myself watching it on youtube every now and then because he says you know so many people get so caught up in the beauty of of god and the presence of this painting they don't even take a second to step back and realize that God, it took him centuries to realize that it was all in the shape of the human brain, basically saying that we are our own gods. And so you, it, it, that, and with that scene, it stuck with me through this whole series. It stuck with me through a lot of shit. And it makes you wonder and think like his whole plan was just basically to say, I want to be God and I want to create my next creation. But what's going to happen is, is, they're going to realize this at some point. And he wanted Dolores to realize this. And so now it's, he basically, I think it's more of self knowing that he launched the next generation of species. Right. Amongst our planet. So. And he's probably um, coded somewhere. Still, still somewhat like not alive, but we don't know really what happened. I still am confused with season two because he was, he was there um, in the code of Westworld. So he's like still, I still think we're going to see more from Ford is my, is what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. He's flashbacks or through something They he can never die at this point because we saw what Delos's real um, agenda was, was, was to sell immortality. Right. You know, they wanted to sell immortality to people and, you know, they just could never get it right with Delos himself. You know, he kept that was the coolest part of season two. What you're saying is like because season one's all about the host, right? And then season two, you realize that they're actually studying the guests and their behavior and storing it. That was the coolest part about season two. Yes. So literally it's almost like it's like making an artificial world. And and there's like I said, there's a bigger picture to be painted. There's still stuff that it goes over my head, and that's why I have to literally research these episodes. But I'm one of those people that will study an episode at least two or three times if I have to. I want to try to pick out any little thing that I can and understand it. Yeah. See, I never got into loss and I'm afraid to, because I feel like if I did, I'd be fucked. 
<laughs> with with you being able to binge it, it would be a little bit different. But think about watching one per week as you watch it. That's how you would gain that perspective. I remember looking up on forums and rewatching episodes. It was very similar to Westworld's the closest thing to it. Yeah. Um, but like if you were binging it, you wouldn't have that impact that you have at Westworld. You see what I'm saying? You, exactly. You're probably thinking about this episode right now. You're going to go rewatch it before next Sunday. You're yeah. Week. I'm literally going to go rewatch it like now. <laughs> so but that's what's crazy about it. but yeah guys i'm gonna be uh going to do that and if you have any more questions or want anything you know you know to hit me and drew uh hit me and drew up we've already set our handles right now a long time like ago four times yeah but we closed but, uh, out how long ago was that when we said we, we were done i think that was like a solid 10 15 minutes ago probably <laughs> so yeah so i'm saying it's a this is a dangerous we're flirting with disaster with this Westworld stuff man but uh, i said but i got I'm, one I'm here more for question for you that's how this started so i got one more question for you yeah, dude, I'll spiral for hours. So, and but I, if as long as you guys are enjoying this and 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 want to hear more stuff, definitely let us know. But we're gonna keep coming with the Westworld stuff um, on our Monday episodes. So, uh, so be ready for that. But uh, been very fun, crazy weekend. We're gonna uh, gonna be closing out with the brand new song Myron by Lil Uzi Vert. It was at the top of the charts of rap caviar on Spotify. So we wanted to give you guys some new tunes to jam. Keep staying safe out there, guys. Stay quarantined if you can. Don't go outside. Don't spread this virus. This shit is real. Um, I, I'm not going to apologize for making fun of it because I had a lack of knowledge last week. So where I'm at right now, though, I definitely don't want people to get sick because this shit will stay with you. Um, it will affect your lungs long term after you've had it, even if you're cured. So uh, do your damnedest to uh, to stay away from others and uh, distance yourself. and. Um, if you get bored, just hit us up. Anything on your end? That's it. It's it? It's it. All right. I like it. close it down, so I'm not going to add anything to it. Hey, it's it as it's going to get. Sports. Oh, hold on. Garage talk. Party. <laughs> we got to close it out for real. All right. Sports. Party. Repeat. They so fresh, so clean, think they like me, like me. I wear more supreme than a hype bitch. Only blue, no green, don't excite me. I can make a hole out your wife. Jeremy's got up on my toes, act like jockey. Made her get down on the bottom and she tied me. Pull up extra icy, I'm not playing hockey. Niggas think I'm weird and they don't really like me. Cause I can fuck your bitch and fuck your mom and auntie. Your girl's a fight, but your mom is a dime piece hey. And your auntie, her name is Miss Connie. Miss Connie I got one Glock, his name Clyde, the other one ain't Bonnie Let's These rock. bitches, they think they daddy, but they be just lying just That lie. little bitch can't throw it back, I swear that hoe be trying When I fuck her from the front, it sound like that bitch dying VVS, I need a vest, act my diamond I swear these niggas talk shit, but they really be hiding Had that boy bitch on my dick, that hoe she was just riding Diamonds on my neck, so wet, that shit look like Poseidon I stand on my money, then my height it turn to 19. Yeah. These niggas be biting. Grata, I'm not really with the fighter. Yeah. Me and her was vibing. Yeah. Your bitch call me Myron. Stay so fresh, so clean, think they like me. I wear more supreme than a high bitch. Only blue, no green, don't excite me. I can make a hole out your wifey Jeremy's got up on my toes, act like Shaki Made her get down on the bottom and she tied me Pull up extra icy, I'm not playing hockey Niggas think I'm weird and they don't really like me 
90,000, that's a lie, man. Yeah. I can tell you it's the real spill. Yeah. Fuck your bitches for a light bill. Yeah. But then it clip ain't mostly burning. I can't slip, slip, slip. No, no, I can't miss. I got icebergs on my neck. I can sink a ship out of space. Swag. Not regular. Titanic might whip in the hood. I'm not regular. I just brought my stick, baby. Oh, you think I give a fuck because I'm rich, baby? Come on, baby, let's have sex and have a rich, baby. She said, I thought you ain't do that. Well, you dismissed, baby. Uh, young nigga, no, I ain't chain no who's from six, baby. Uh, I don't think they like me. But when I drop this song, I know they'll get excited. She was homie girl, but now that girl is my bitch. I like them girls that do that scamming and that's why. I just ran up on my pants. 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 She give me hit that be my grand. 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 Got addicted to the rules. Got addicted to the shades. Got addicted to the foreigns. Got addicted to the rats. Man, these boys be doing the moves, and I swear that these are facts. Man, this girl ain't give me brain. Man, we call that be my. And we call it be my grand. Yeah, we call it be my grand. Yeah, we call it be my grand. Yeah, we call it be my grand. Pack on my shit, then I might my grit. Anywhere you go, no some niggas gon' hit. I don't run from shit, but the damn police. I blue hunters to watch my face. Yeah. Stay so fresh, so clean, think they like me. Like me. I wear more supreme than a high bitch. Only blue, no green, don't excite me. I can make a hoe out your wife. Jeremy got up on my toes, act like Shaggy. Made her get down on the bottom and she tied me. Pull up extra icy, I'm not playing hockey. Niggas think I'm weird.